Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. It has been a long time since I have challenged Ben and David's appreciation for doing this podcast with me. So I felt like it's time to challenge him again and give them a, a challenge at the right. Damn it, Tracy. But introductions are necessary. As with me, as always, is the Reverend Ben Lindsay, the Dr. David Pizzo, and the murder basement, Gabe Cooper. Hi, I do tonight, gentlemen. You ain't wrong about this album. That's what I'm going to say. I'm alive. I am a news cradled in divine light. So that's how I am. I, I have awakened into internal slumber. As we're all condemned to a life of grief. <clears throat> Wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I think that's what David and Ben feel sometimes. Just like, I mean, not a life of grief, just a life of mediocre albums. <laughs> yes. Um, we're doing, I'm going to butcher this, Tuma Runes, Ash and Realms of Stone Icons. I believe this is their first full-length debut album. Or first you full-length album. are correct. It is their first full-length. Uh, it was released on May 6th of 2022 on Prosthetic Records. Has a runtime of exactly an hour. Um, the band is Kyle Walburn on guitars and vocals and Brandon Acovella on guitar, vocals, and contrabass. They did bring in some guest musicians, Aron McSporan on fretless bass, Spencer Moore on drums, Aron Baumel on keyboards, Marissa Godins on vocals on the fifth track, and Matt Warner just guitar on the seventh track and it was mixed by pete grossman and engineered by Corey bautista so yeah um it's been a, a few months since we've done some black metal so i thought like we needed to, <laughs> to get some more in here has it really been that long i, I feel so. like i'm not sure that's <laughs> accurate <laughs> i don't think that's even close definitely doesn't to accurate. feel like that long <laughs> I think it's been like weeks, I say, but anyway. Yeah, I, don't I think, think I think you mean like atmospheric black metal. Uh, yeah, indeed. Which is it's debatable whether we've done that in a while. Okay, Yuria and Behemoth that weekend there. So that was the 29th of October. So literally that so was a month, month and a half ago. ago. That was two months ago. <laughs> no, it's not very long. I felt longer than that. Emotionally. It always <laughs> does. <laughs> And there's a certain polish that Geary and Behemoth bring with them that a lot of black metal bands don't bring with what, them. They call that production values. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be a little rough around the edges. I mean, you know, what what is there to say about this other than the drums like a lot of black metal sound like asshole? Um, because they, they, you know, the production... Oh, well, I, I'm glad you, you feel that way, man. I really enjoyed this album, be it. Of course you did. No surprise there. <laughs> um, Well, interesting enough, in 2018, was it, or 2019, when they released their single, uh, or 2020, Wounds of Ever-Expanding, I was like, man, I like this. I hope I hear their next stuff they release, and I timed it, they released it this year. I was like, I'm definitely getting that in. Somewhere. And well, we're all happy for that, Tracy. 
you're all glad to be here along with it. But uh, yep, it's black metal. There's a whole lot to discuss about it. Not really. I they do change up the vocals at least somewhat. You do have some clean vocals and some fry vocals on here. It's just not all entirely fry. I wish they did it more, actually. Yeah. yeah. So the clean vocals are pretty good. It's one of the reasons I like the back half. They have them a little more than the front half. Yeah, I'm not necessarily here for the alternation of clean vocals, but um, and I'm also not here for black metal where you basically just have blast beats the entire time, um, which I felt like was going on here. Yeah. That said, like I think this is not uh, necessarily your run-of-the-mill stuff because it is on the prog gear side. There's some more interesting instrumentation, and at times their compositions are interesting too. Um, and I did find myself enjoying some of the moments here, and they're good musicians. Uh, there's some tasty fretless bass passages on it, so that's pretty awesome. Um, but I'm not sure if I would lump this into like the, um, yeah, just your regular old atmospheric black metal. Uh, but it does have what I think the Guria album has, which is sort of black metal with a wider range of emotion. Um, so I think that's that's really a stronger a strong point of the record. I really think, and I, I think if this is listed as progressive black metal, and the one thing that I wish they would progress is uh, Ken Gay kind of touched on, and I and I have too, is really the drumming. I think is the weak point of this because there is a lot of really interesting instrumentation going on. Um, and the guitar playing is, is really good, and I like a lot of the riffs. It's a pretty riffy record, but it's just the the fact that it is just blast beats, and they do the thing where, and I don't know if it's uh, because of the production or not. I was kind of being facetious about that, and they probably produce this for like $500 or something. I um, mean, it's their first album, so I can't give them too much shit for that. But it's just that standard black metal thing where the drums sound like they were filmed in a room with a bunch of mattresses lining the walls and everything is too deadened. Um, and, you know, um, they also, they at least ease you into it, but man, they get to where like their tracks are what, towards the end or 11 minutes and 15 minutes yeah. uh, with two not exceptional instrumentals in there as well. So there's enough here on the bone that makes me interested, and I'd like to hear more from them. Um, again, it, we have to keep in mind that this is their debut, and this is a, a particular yeah. style that they are um, operating within. But like a lot of black metal, it kind of leaves me cold, which I guess it's supposed to. So mission accomplished. We feel nothing, Lebowski, nothing. <laughs> No, I've noticed, especially with this year, like I've moved much more to, I, I can handle a lot more black metal than it was like two years ago. Because even some of the like straight up like black metal, like I tried to listen to like 2018, it's like, nope, can't fucking do that. Now I'm like, hey, this isn't that bad. <laughs> so like, this is just warmed up to this style, if you want to say that, or I've died enough inside to warm up to this style. Yeah, I think you just caught up with the hellishness of current existence. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're right. Probably, you're probably right about the drums having to be like, 
paid for them like <laughs> chump change and mattresses and eggshells in the in the apartment building like third like random third floor in a room trying to so they're not getting <laughs> keep waking up their neighbors and whatnot well one thing you can definitely do is you like to to kind of deaden to keep it from echoing and stuff a bass drum is you stuff it with you know quilts or whatever whatever you can and bodies. it just kind of feels yeah bodies <laughs> <laughs> the, the lead singer for your previous band you know? yeah totally <laughs> and it just kind of felt like they did that and and again this is a stylistic thing and and whereas this is progressive black metal so it's not and as Gay pointed out they're doing a lot of stuff differently than what a traditional black metal band would be doing and there were the elements that were traditional black metal just really i don't know just weren't my favorite parts of this album yeah i will say that i think the back half is stronger than the first half and i think it does in the sense kind of like ramp up and kind of climax at the very end of final song but i think it kind of just improves as the train chugs along kind of with it I feel that way too. Yeah, I liked the end of the film more than the beginning. I I would disagree just slightly. I mean, I think that the album is kind of uneven. And as much as I like some of the longer songs on here, I don't think the the length of the songs are often warranted um, or warranted in every case. Like, I think that they're still kind of getting to that point where they're figuring out what works for them songwriting-wise. And yeah. the the length is often not justified by the complexity of the track structure or like the pieces and parts. Like there are a couple of places where it feels like just songs piled on top of songs and the transition between those parts are not dramatic or intriguing for me anyway. I mean, you all had a different experience in the back half of the record. I liked like one of the songs on the back half of the record and I don't want to get into that too early, but uh -huh. I just I just feel like it's a, a little uneven. Um, due to those like long songs taking up so much space in the back half um i think that uh it does have a lot of interesting features to it uh the tracks that i liked i really dug um there's even like tech deck flourishes in here i really appreciate the fact that the dude isn't doing the black metal shriek the entire time um i really appreciate that um but there's a lot of repetition and there is really a lot of kind of uh, long tracks that don't have a lot of development. I think pairing this with Beyond didn't help for me. And I know our listeners are like, what? we're getting there. But the the French, I guess in its own way, sort of atmospheric murder fest that we're reviewing after this. <laughs> I like that a lot more. I mean, because it's actually scary. This was like, I don't know. I didn't know quite where to put this. It was not proggy enough to be prog and not like scary enough to be scary. And, you know, well, you know, I like genre bending, but I don't know. This one left me. I, I just, uh, well, I thought that those two paired um, well in air quotes together, because <laughs> even though, um, because neither both well one is black metal and the other is death metal and they're both doing different things. I mean, the one is when we'll get to it, when we do that review, but by trying to to change up the genres, they landed in a a not exactly the same, but you know, uh, a sonic space that is only a couple of streets over from each other. I agree with that. Easy to transfer back and forth. 
I just thought Viant was better. <laughs> so the contrast didn't help this album for me. I was like, well. Um, I was going to say, one album that this reminded me of that this was early times before even David joined in was Sludge, Esoteric Malcology, and which Ben was not a very big fan of, but it's the one with all the slug theme stuff. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and like the guitar, way they do the structure guitar wrist, the way it plays over. In which they used machine drums and roboted theirs in. But there's a very close, like, similar sound to me between the two. I mean, I think at least thematically, we could put this also together with Amon Ra. Mm -hmm. um, like, the band is obviously, like, this band is obviously going for that emotional depth. I don't think yeah. the intensity is there. Um, but... I think they're operating in a similar thematic space. Yeah. Shall we talk about um, tracks? Sure. I kind of like them all. All hour of it. So I would recommend if you're up for it, sit down and take the ride. Well, I'm not here for an hour of anything, usually. Um, I... <sighs> Man, most of these tracks did have moments that I really enjoyed. Um, I like In This Empty Space as an entire track, uh, where No Warmth is Found was pretty good. And there were moments on the latter half, the, the you know, 26 minutes that were in the last two tracks, but I, I found enjoyable, but I didn't like the entire song of either one of those. I thought that the uh, first introspection, the opening track was nice. Um, I liked Condemned to a Life of Grief, which has a really interesting kind of circular, like cyclical melody and rhythm figures to it. It's just really interesting. And then As Black Forms from Grey, I think, was the other track that I could really appreciate. You know, as I mentioned, I like the back half of this better. I liked As Black Forms from Grey and Awaken to Eternal Slumber more than the earlier stuff. I don't know it, and again, we're going to be talking about the same issue with Beyond in terms of how repetitive it is. I don't know. This, this was not my favorite record ever recorded. I'm not the intended audience for this record, so. I know. But hey, wanted to get it out there. <clears throat> so, and also, I kind of feel like, oh, there's 7,000 Spotify listeners. Yes. Get some love for the little guys. Yeah, that part's good. And and, and this band may really figure it out. I, I agree with Gabe that they're trying to zero in on what they're doing and totally. figure it out. Uh, this is, what, like I said, it's a debut album. There was enough stuff interesting here that I would be willing to to listen to some other stuff. If Tracy assigned it, I would be willing to listen to some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you'd be willing to go on it again. I would. I mean, this, I've heard worse things. Forcibly next time. I'd rather listen to this than other things I won't name. All right, Tracy, what grade do you give in this thing? A minus 91. Jesus. Easily impressed. Um, C minus. I'm going to come up only slightly because I think there's some pretty bits towards the end. I'm going to give this a C. I, I'm going to be a little bit more generous than you guys. I mean, I think that the 
the germ of something good is here. Uh, does that make it great? So a G? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it doesn't make it great, but I think there's there's some potential here. So I'd give this a B minus. I I enjoyed you know maybe you know half to like forty percent of it. Um, but there's there's a lot of stuff in here that that's worth uh you know worth working on. All right. Thanks for the comments, Kate. <laughs> I, I mean, is, <laughs> is this your album? This what Tracy's not telling us. Is he's in this band? Maybe I recorded Ch this. Tracy, Tracy secretly <laughs> influenced these people who are what are they from the Pacific North Northwest via Norway? Georgia. They're, they're Atlanta. They're Georgian. A Georgian, yep. Georgian via Norway. <laughs> yep, Jor Jorve. Jorve. <laughs> Maybe I recorded this in my basement. Maybe. And just Maybe. you guys are here now. Um, we have an average of an 80 on that. Uh, from the looks of it, I'm going to be the only one that's going to buy this album. But hey, it means I know a good Christmas gift to give everybody. <laughs> a three-pack for 1999. Yep. Available now on cassette. <laughs> and we're sending it to game. <laughs> yep. With a tape recorder with the actual cassette player this time. So he has A hundred percent. <laughs> Yes. Speaking um, of sending things towards Gabe, uh, what are we sending towards Gabe next? Uh, anybody want to try pronouncing that and saying that without butchering it? Because I fucking will. So that's there's something about my that, that's something about my drawl in French just does not work. You mean the oh oh oh? I was, I was like, you mean the evidence of immortality? <laughs> but I was looking at the week after that. Um, no, the bim de voix les yeah, beyond. Levim devoid lesim. Yep. That's close enough. You did it, Tracy. You Le did ends. it. Meat. <laughs> yep. Meat indeed. Yep. So stay tuned for more meat on Thunderdome Metal Refuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.